Welcome to the Manor. Welcome back to the Twin Terrors Macabre Manor of Mead, Metal and Mayhem. I'm James. I'm Jody. You asshole. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Uh. So, before we begin, I'm just going to mention that we just recorded another episode where I was having a non-alcoholic match day light by well-being brewing because I drank too much last night. And that is what I just poured myself for this episode also. Awesome. Um, I am, I'm having water because um, I just finished off the beer we were drinking. I was drinking. Somebody was drinking. Um, but I did want to mention um, something that I found when I was up in Indianapolis for Gen Con. Um, but man, these things are, I don't know. Um, uh, let me, let me see. So it's, um, it's whiskey in a can. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Screwball is the distillery, I think. No, they do the peanut butter. It, yeah, it's the peanut butter whiskey, and we we saw this. Um, we, if, if you've listened to the episode on Gen Con, we we found this. We got up to Indianapolis, and I, the way the alcohol laws in Indiana work, if if a business has a pharmacy, they can sell hard liquor, and that just goes back to pre-prohibition laws, from what I've understood. That they that you know like before prohibition they had to have a pharmacy because whatever reason but so we found this um, it's called Screwball and it's S K R E W B A L L peanut butter whiskey which I know might not sound like it goes together but it was it was actually it was really good um, I went to take the first sip and autumn uh, initially tasted the peanut butter and it turned into a gulp <laughs> and, and i did a, i did two gulps and i went whoa shit this is whiskey i need to stop now <laughs> because i could have chugged this so you sent me a picture i thought maybe it was mixed it's actually just the whiskey in a in a can yes it's whiskey in a can <laughs> it's peanut butter whiskey in a can um but the can is um yeah the the print is so small on this, I can't fucking read it. 100 milliliters, which is 3.4 ounces. Yeah. So a little over, little over two shots. Yeah. And it's 70 proof. So it's, you know, it's, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. If you can find it, I, I am going to look for it down here. I haven't had a chance to go to a liquor store and look, but um, that's on my agenda for this weekend. Oh, it's good. I've got a bottle of it. Oh, did you? Yeah, it's when I saw it, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna have to look for that. I didn't know it was just whiskey. I've got, I've got the screwball peanut butter whiskey. Okay, cool, cool. Because yeah, I did see, I did see bottles too. Nice. Yeah. All right, but as we're getting ready to ramp up for our Halloween spooktober blitzkrieg of horror, something, something, something. <laughs> <laughs> thought I would do a short episode. That is going to be an overlap with many things we've talked about and math. Math? Yeah, I think you'll like this. Okay. Highest grossing franchises in film history. You can find these all over the place, but Wikipedia, of course, has has it nice. Yeah. You want to, without looking, do you want to guess which is the highest uh, franchise grossing? I'm going to guess just based on the number of movies they put out, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The MCU is number one. Yeah, 
but they've also put out like 20 some movies 32 according to wikipedia right now 32 wow yep okay. they, they do also have it split up like they they include avengers in the mcu but then they also do just have avengers by itself and you know some of those so okay. so i'll explain what i did here in a second yeah the mcu is number one with a worldwide gross of is that billion 29.6 billion dollars okay an average of 926 million dollars per film wow that's gross yeah uh, but i was curious about this for a reason i'll get to in a second okay I was, I was reading an article and when they do these grosses they don't adjust for inflation because right. the the evidently the theory is that the movie people don't want to because they they just want to make it look like the new thing is the highest grossing thing so of course any film series that has 32 films and is coming out now when movie tickets are twenty dollars instead of a nickel back in nineteen fifty, yeah, <laughs> is going to be different. I'm thinking because that's I tried to find a specific franchise to see what it was inflation adjusted. I'm like, well, they don't do it. But then I realized, you know what? I have that information. It's easy to find. Hmm. I know how to use an Excel spreadsheet. Yeah, because <laughs> it's not even fancy math. It's just making sure you get everything lined up right. Yeah. Uh, so um, in in order, more or less, I, I'm, if you're looking at Wikipedia as you're listening to this, you're going to see I, I change a few things because, like I said, if I count Avengers in the MCU overall, I'm not going to recount it again. Right. You get one. Uh, but yeah, uh, MCU and then Spider-Man, which I did count different because I mean, I I don't know if they counted those couple of Spider-Man films in the MCU, but I know Spider-Man is kind of different overall than the yeah. MCU. They should count different, I think. And uh, that's number two. Number three is Star Wars. Number four is Wizarding World. Number five is bum, bada, bum, 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 James Bond. Six is Avengers, but I took them out. Then Fast and Furious, Batman. Uh, then the DC Extended Universe, um, which I, I, Batman, I kept separate because his films were completely separate from the DC. Yeah. yeah. Um, X-Men, Jurassic Park, Middle Earth is number 12. Hmm. Uh, Transformers, Avatar, Desp Despicable Me, Pirates of the Caribbean, The Mission Impossible movies. Shrek is number 18. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's cool. Uh, the Twilight Saga is in there. I, I, I kind of kept going a little bit. I've got, I think I took the top 19 because I took out the Avengers. I, I was going to do the top 20. But then I took out the Avengers, so I've got the top 19 here. Okay. So when I adjusted, because I was okay. curious, um, because even, for example, Middle Earth, it, it was long enough ago, and it only has, huh, says seven films. I'm not entirely sure what the seventh is, because I don't think they're going to count any of, uh, I mean, are they, can't really count Bakshi without counting the, the Franken and Bass. <laughs> Well, those were those were TV specials, though. The Rankin and Bass ones were. That's true. So maybe they counted the back. Yeah. That could be, yeah, because I can't think of any other reason why you would say there were seven movies because there shouldn't be. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, nonetheless, um, I, I evidently had that because I put all those in there. Um, but I did this a while back, and I thought, you know, I, I found the spreadsheet on my desktop, 
and printed it off and thought, hey, this will be good. Uh, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I think it is the back sheet. I'm not going to worry about it. Fuck it. Okay. We're good. Uh, yeah. Because I was kind of curious because the, the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbits are old enough that even then their tickets were much, much cheaper than something you go see this year. Oh, hell yeah. So it's kind of a, you know, it's kind of unfair. James Bond, for example, is, is number five with 27 films. Yeah. But, you know, they started in the freaking sixties when tickets really were a couple bucks. <laughs> yeah. No shit. And it's highest grossing is Skyfall, but one of the most recent because of course tickets are more pricey now. So seeing myself self, that's bullshit. Right. So after you adjust for inflation, you want to guess who is on top. Adjusted for inflation. Adjusted for inflation. Knowing that I said, I did this for a specific reason that overlaps with our things, but yeah. that could be Star Wars, Batman, James Bond, MCU, Middle Earth. I'm gonna. <laughs> I say, I, the ones I named. We've talked about. Yeah. These. <laughs> I'm. I'm actually gonna say it's probably not Star Wars, because I'm thinking now. Okay, does this does this relate to Spooky Season? Because I know you mentioned Spooky Season earlier. Oh no, I'm just saying that this is going to be a nice short episode. As we okay. get ready for spooky season, it has nothing ready. to do. Okay, I mean, I, I guess it could, but that's not the motif of this episode. Okay, I'll give you a hint. Star Wars is number three, and after adjusting for inflation, Star Wars is still number three. Oddly enough, <laughs> that's that's funny. <laughs> I I'm actually going to say, okay, so was is it one of the ones you mentioned already? You mean specifically like two seconds ago? Yes. Yes, yes, it is. It's it's definitely something that we have talked about. So it wouldn't be Shrek. It wouldn't be Twilight. I mean, if we said Twilight sucks, that doesn't really count. Right. So it's so. not Planet It's not Planet of the Apes. No, but that's I'm going to say James Bond then. James Bond's number one. Because, yeah, it started in the 60s. And yeah. When you, uh, oh, here we go. I did actually write your origin. Cool. 1962. I do have that on my spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 1960. I mean, it's out of all these top 20, 19, whatever, it's the one that started the longest ago within, uh, oh, yeah, here it is. Um, Middle Earth, 1977. It does count the back sheet. I knew I had that in here someplace. Okay. And Star Wars in 77, and then Batman in 89, and there are a few like Mission Impossible in 96. Mm -hmm. Most of these are from the 2000s and yeah. more recent because franchises are more of a thing now and tickets cost more. You, you gross. Well, I mean, that's the thing. If I remember right, if you adjust for inflation for a single movie, Gone with the Wind is still the highest grossing movie of all time. Yeah, because it only costs you two bits to get in. Yeah. I don't know if you're right, I'm, but I'm just saying that. I, I think I did hear that, that, that adjusted for inflation, Gone with the Wind is still highest grossing so yeah that's that's what happened that's kind of curious because i'm thinking james bond's been around forever got 27 films and yep it's number one you want to know where uh, how far down marvel mcu dropped from uh from number one how far number two <laughs> <laughs> wow and star wars is still number three regardless of which way you look at it star wars still number three middle earth actually did well they went from 11 to uh four okay Spider-Man did went from two to five, you know, I'm not sure what the biggest drop would be. 
Yeah, they didn't change much. Like the Transformers, I think, stayed at 12, if I'm lining that up right. They all pretty much stayed within a handful, except for Middle Earth that jumped a lot. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jurassic Park jumped a bit. Yeah, for the most part, though, they they weren't far off. They just shuffled around a little bit. Okay. (laughs) Evidently, in my spreadsheet, I wrote M-Men instead of (laughs) X-Men. No, because as I am Sheldon Cooper, you will be my (laughs) C-Men. You. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just thought that's kind of neat. I love how James Bond ended up on top, but they all, yeah. none of them changed much. So it's kind of nice. That's but cool. That's, that's that's what I had. I just want to another reason to go. <laughs> you should see this. I've got a unadjusted rating, year of origin, total worldwide gross, their inflation factor, inflation adjusted gross, and then I have them ranked. And <laughs> I was bored one day at work. I was waiting for somebody to get back to me with uh, some questions I had about their data and uh-huh. started it and worked on it over the course of a couple of weeks. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But yeah, that's it. That's what I have. Cool. I don't know if you have comments or, or anything. But not right now. Well, how about that? <laughs> All right. Are you ready? I looked yes. it up. The to- Well, shit. It says the top 10, but it only gives me eight. I guess I'm going to actually have to go there. all right here we go the top 10 inflation adjusted just movies not franchises just movies number 10 i feel like i'm doing a david letterman thing (laughs) (laughs) snow white and the seven dwarves from 1937 the disney cartoon okay number nine goes in well with bookies oh my god hey we're talking about doing some movie uh like anniversary things the Exorcist from 1973. So this is the 50th anniversary of The Exorcist. Oh, okay, shit. Yeah, we need to do an episode this year because the year we were the year we started the podcast, I wanted to do a 45th anniversary. No, wait, we didn't start the podcast till after that, did we? Um, actually, we're starting year five. I think. It yeah, been- we are starting year. Yeah, I I wanted to do a 45th anniversary episode back when we started. And we didn't just didn't get around to it. So this would be a great year to do an anniversary episode for the Exorcist. Perfect. All right. I have that written down. Um, number eight is Dr. Zhivago. I've still never seen that. I and don't play on it. Haven't either. Probably won't. 1965. Yeah. Number seven, Jaws from 1975. Great movie. Yep. Scared the crap out of me as a kid. Yeah. Uh, number six is from 1956. My people, I give you the 15, I mean, 10 commandments. <laughs> it's actually the ten commandments not history of the world part one yeah man i remember that used to be on every year it came on tv <laughs> your poor tv it needs a towel <laughs> yeah i see what you did there <laughs> that was me that's charlton heston <laughs> ew <laughs> he thought it was his gun it was <laughs> you know it was, it was it just wasn't his rifle <laughs> anyway number five 1997's titanic still haven't seen it i went because uh the girl i was dating wanted to see it i've been told that i have no choice but to watch it at some point well you don't actually have to watch it you know you can just kind of zone out and <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll be nice and watch it for my wife. How about that? There you go. I was nice and watched it because I want to get late. I'm not sure I did. <laughs> Probably three hours of looking at Leonardo DiCaprio. Then she looked over at me and she's like, eh, pass. <laughs> <laughs> I 
moving on to number four, 1982's E.T., The Extraterrestrial. Yeah. 1965, not a big shock here for number three, The Sound of Music. Yeah, still not watched it all the way through. I've seen as actually uh, in a stage production. Oh, were you really? Was I in that one? I think I did some off uh, stage work for that one. I wasn't actually in it. Okay. I think I was too busy, but they ended up needing help with lighting. So I did that for like one show. Uh, Number two, 1977 Star Wars. So the movie itself, inflation adjusted, is number two, which Mm -hmm. isn't far off of their number three overall ranking. Right. And number one, with a bullet. Frankly, my dear Dave, I don't give a damn. <laughs> because you're right, 1939's Gone with the Wind. Yep. I've watched it once. I will never be watching it again. <laughs> I've actually never watched it. Really long movie to begin with. It's like three, three and a half hours or something. It's, it's, it's a fucking long movie. I've watched it for historical reasons as a film buff you know but not a fan we'll never watch it again well one of the reasons why it did so well is that it was re-released twice like it's re-released about 10 years or so after and then another 10 or 20 it had a roadshow thing so it's been released a few times and when it's a best-selling movie each time yeah yeah and it if you go to the original version where you actually had the overture and an intermission and uh, exit music and everything, it is two minutes shy of four hours. Holy crap. Yeah. The normal running time of without all of it, if you just watch it kind of in general, 221 minutes. Wow. Hard pass for me on that. That is too fucking long. (laughs) That is too fucking long for a movie without aliens and explosions and superheroes and spaceships. (laughs) Or no orcs and magic. Yeah, no orcs and magic. Yeah, it needs some of that stuff too. But even I'll be honest, I can only do the extended Lord of the Rings when I'm at home, so I can take a little break and move for a minute or pee or. (laughs) Yeah, I guess is what intermission is for back in the day when they did that. Yeah, yeah. Funny story. Um, I can't remember what movie it was, but the first time that I actually experienced an intermission, there was a movie with. Oh, I don't remember who it was that was co-starred with him, but they played. They were they were both playing private detectives, and it was it was somebody that he had never co-starred with before. I want to say it's somebody like Sylvester Stallone, but I don't think it was Stallone. It came out around 1984 because I, I remember we were in Virginia when we went to the theater to see it, and the theater actually did an intermission, and I was like. What, what's this? And my mom said, that's what they used to do in the middle of the movies. I was like, oh, wow. Okay. I actually remember doing that a, a few times as a kid. Couldn't tell you what movies they were, but I actually remember an intermission once or twice. I was like, wow, that's... Um, but anyway. Yeah. There goes it being short again, but we can still cap it at about 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. On that note, rate us, write us, review us, share us. Join us at Gen Con yeah. next year. Buy us a beer. Yes. I'm James. <laughs> I'm Jody. And we'll talk to y'all later. Bye. The Macabre Manor is brought to you by the Twin Terrors. All rights reserved. Stay tuned for some fun outtakes.
I am ready whenever you are. I just put chocolate in my mouth. Welcome back to the Twin Terrors Macabre Manor Mead Metal Mayhem. I got it. I got it. City Heat with Clint Eastwood and Burt Reynolds. Oh, nice. I like Burt. Yeah. And Madeline Kahn. Rip Torn, Irene Cara, Richard Roundtree. <laughs> I, I actually was going to stop right there. <laughs> oh, good. That made it even funnier, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> I, I could have gone on because Robert Davi was in it, too. Dobby the Elf? Yeah, Dobby, yeah. <laughs>